welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family, mm -hmm. and we are delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. You know, we would love to hear from you, so send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com, and a blessed first day of Lent to you. I hope your Lent is going well, right? First so, Thursday after first Ash Wednesday. Thursday after Ash Wednesday. So just keep on keeping on, and before you know it, it will be the end of Lent. Today, we have Mario Costabile. He is the executive director and producer at Array of Hope. And Mario has spent years in working in secular media for noble organizations such as MTV. Notable. Notable. <laughs> Discovery Channel, Atlantic Records, and more. But now he uses his talents in media to help spread the Catholic faith. To learn more, just go to his great website, arrayofhope.org. That's a noble organization, it Array is. of Hope. The other ones were notable. <laughs> well, you know, and that's what God does with us, right? We have gifts and talents, and sometimes we're using them in the world, and then God says, hey, wait a minute, I need all those gifts and talents to be brought into my <clears> storehouse. <throat> and not that he wanted to obliterate his gifts and talents. He was very gifted and talented. God says, no, I got another another message, another way we're going to go. Amen. That's the goodness of our it God. Is. Arrayofhope.org, please go to that site. There's so much going on. There's so many mm -hmm. components. Array of Hope is right at the center, but they have these concerts, which we learned about, that are just fantastic to renew the church, mm -hmm. bring people back home to the church. So they have the concerts, they have the Array of Hope music, they have their own channel, they have a social, social media formats. And uh, this is a real answer to prayer. Mm -hmm. Perhaps this is a, a part of your Lenten time. So we think of, of fasting and prayer, but it could be about evangelization. Mm. Lord, I'm praying for opportunities to evangelize. Please, a new evangelization for my church. Maybe you go to Array of Hope and you say, I want to speak to pastor or our bishop about sponsoring a concert or mm -hmm. the, their Behold format, mm -hmm. which is for the Eucharistic revival and have them come to your diocese. And it's going to take your time, your energy to be a go-between, between a ray of hope and where you are locally. But maybe this is part of the call for you regarding Lent, evangelization, a new evangelization. And so maybe that's it. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Arrayofhope.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back while well, you're at home with Jim and Joy. And today our guest is Mario Costabile. He has been speaking with us about how he went from commercial media success to spreading the faith with Array of Hope. Now, Array of Hope produces music, videos, podcasts, and much more to help spread the Catholic faith. So for more information, go to their great website. You will be blessed. Arrayofhope.org. And it's A-R-R-A-Y of hope.org. Sometimes you can just hear A-Ray of right. Hope. So I want right. to get you there. Array. 
And before we get started, we're going to watch a short video from A Ray of Hope. Let's take a look. Phenomenal. It's like the Bible alive. This is what the new evangelization is all about. It's just awesome. My eyes are opened and I love it and I want to come back. Phenomenal. Honestly, the dopest thing I've been to in such a while. So the Array of Hope concert event is a multimedia concert experience. It features music from our bands. There's also sharing and witnessing of the faith. In addition, there's a beautiful tapestry of nonstop visuals projected on multiple screens. It's an opportunity for families to get together and experience the faith in a new and exciting way. Everyone should experience this, any Catholic should experience this show. It's something that will really stay with you even when you walk out the doors. Well, that all encourages my heart to believe that instead of the young people exiting, mm. that they will stay within the church, that they would Praise know God. what they believe, and they would go and tell what they yeah. believe, like yeah. what we're supposed to be doing. That's right. But tell our family about all the components of Array of Hope, because yeah. some people may have watched yesterday, and maybe they didn't watch, you know, they're not watching today that they didn't see yesterday. Yeah, so give yeah. them a little snapshot of what it is. Um, well, Array of Hope is a multimedia organization. We evangelize through multimedia concerts, events, retreats, but we also create films that are shared on various Catholic networks. Um, we have a channel and an app that they can see content in films. We have a podcast called A Reason for Hope mm -hmm. uh, that shares the faith and goes a little bit deeper in our faith. And uh, we have music. Mm -hmm. We have AOH music. So we have right. anything that has to do with media, that's our conduit to delivering the content of uh, the teachings of the church. Beautiful. What an undertaking. Mm -hmm. That's great. It's yeah, wonderful. yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. I mean, you I've you always just done did it in a few hours in a yeah. year or something. <laughs> Uh, I've always done that. I've always created uh, I'm music and filmmaker by trade, but uh, essentially use my gifts and talents now to glorify the church. So it's it's something I've always done. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Wonderful. Now, when I went to your website and family, I encourage you to go to the website. You will be blessed. When I went to the website, we you had the little video on Behold. Yes. And tell our family, because you're going to be going to the Eucharistic yep. Revival. That's right. And so tell our family your participation and in preparing the church yeah. so that they would think, uh, what, what I think is I sure. think each parish needs to take its own temperature and pulse mm -hmm. to say, how many of just in our pew? So that the sheep, the shepherd would know the sheep and say, am I catechizing them enough? Mm -hmm. Do they yeah. really know what they believe? Yeah. Lest they be like you and Jim and when they have, uh, you know, a crisis of their faith because mm -hmm. they didn't understand, they didn't right. know what they, they didn't yeah. behold what they believed. Yeah. So yeah. tell our family about Behold. Well, a couple of years ago when the Pew Research team released a finding that uh, I think it was 75% of all Catholics do not believe in the true presence of the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. um, when we found that out as an organization, we felt that maybe we could try to do something to create um, a sense of understanding what mm -hmm. the Eucharist is in, 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 in context of the teachings of our church. And when that was happening, we got wind that the USCCB was also alarmed about those statistics and they were kind of doing and working on something months after 
we realized that they were putting together a Eucharistic revival, which we um, said, this is really awesome. Mm -hmm. This is wonderful that the church recognizes the need to catechize and let people understand the importance of the Eucharist. So we put together our program, which is called Behold, which is a three-day mission. It starts with Eucharist and healing, second day is Eucharist and awe, and the third day is Eucharist and communion. Mm -hmm. And essentially, it draws people in through what we do through music, through um, expressing and catechizing through talks. Uh, we work with the Franciscan Friars of Renewal and they come in and, and they're the priests that we travel with typically. And it's a beautiful mission that really, uh, in addition to uh, uh, being in front of the Eucharist through adoration, we're catechizing them and making them understand why Jesus is the true presence of Jesus mm -hmm. in the Eucharist. So it's really um, something that we developed over you know, a period of time. It took us about six, seven months to put the program together. We informed Bishop Andrew Cousins, who's leading mm -hmm. the charge over yes. there. Uh, he endorses the program. Mm -hmm. He's aware of what we're doing. Yeah. And he invited, their team invited us back to do something, or invited us to the Eucharistic Congress in July. Mm -hmm. So we're super pumped. We're excited to be part of it because, I mean, the Eucharist is the source and summit of our mm -hmm. church, right? right. right. So so it's, right. it's powerful and exciting to be part of it. Well, and I loved, you know, after the priest was sharing, then people then had the opportunity to come to the altar and he would bring the monstrance right yeah. before them. Yeah. And, you know, in Protestant land, um, we would stand on lines to pray to get healing, right? Mm -hmm. And so you wanna make sure you have that person who was really anointed to pray over you and bless right. you. Mm -hmm. So you could go down the spirit and have this beautiful experience. Well, the beautiful thing about an adoration is he's there. You don't have to sing about Jesus, we long for your presence, he's here. It's like, wake up, I'm here. And yeah. then to have the monstrance placed before yeah. you and the people were grabbing, were grabbing on, right? And just yeah. like, I mean, that has to heal your sin-sick soul. Let me tell you, um, what I've experienced, look, we're all broken, we're all seeking to be in, um, really healed, right? right? Uh, and uh, I don't know how God does it, but when they come before mm. the Eucharist and they're kneeling and they're pouring out really um, the expression of love and, and God is uniting the, our inner soul, it happens. And there's healing that's so powerful that I've seen that m makes me weep sometimes yes. oh, seeing yeah. it. Right. Uh, so, I mean, God is working. God is, is making working. stuff happen. And you know, sometimes people are afraid because it's like, oh, that's like an emotional experience. Well, God gave you your emotions. Amen. That's be right. alive. Yeah. Like yeah. be awakened, yeah. be renewed. Like yeah. stop, stop being so stoic and dead on the inside because people are looking for your light, your witness, and only a way that God can use you yeah. in your sphere of influence that you have, right? Yeah, and I think that's a, a, it's so lame when people say, you know, it's, it's just an emotion. Well, right. you know what, the emotion is the encounter. Yeah. And the encounter is what makes us transform and creates the conversion, right? Right. So that's how we meet Jesus is through the senses he gave us, and, and those are the emotions that we feel, the encounter. Right, and why and why should we try to, like, don't don't be happy? Yeah. Well, what? 
I'm happy. I'm, I have Jesus That's really hard for inside you. of me. I'm <laughs> happy. happy. It's like, yeah, stop. You can't be so happy. You know, it's like, no, I'm fully alive. Don't you want yeah. to be fully alive? Yeah. And instead, and we live in a culture that stays so medicated mm. and numb, mm. and they're, they can't be who they are. Yeah. So I could go before the Eucharist yeah. and become who you really are. Yeah. And as St. Catherine of Siena said, and you will set the world on, on fire. fire, right? Amen. And so let us become those people. Yeah. Go over with us again. Yeah. yeah. So you've got, it's a three-day event. It's a three-day mission. And, and you mentioned yeah. awe, healing, or communion or something? Uh, yeah, uh, healing, awe, and communion. Okay. And so how long is yeah. each event? They're usually under two hours. You know, um, the first two days predominantly are um, experiencing the Eucharist, you know, in adoration. So we're, we're there in Jesus, uh, presently experiencing, you know, the power of Jesus in the monstrance. And then the third day is really a talk, some catechesis, and then we culminate with mass. And typically if it's a diocesan event, the bishop will do mass for us, or if it's a parish event, the pastor will do mass mm -hmm. for us. Um, and it's a great way to end the three days because then we're actually receiving the Eucharist and we're in communion with our Lord, hence the third day's Eucharist and communion. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a wonderful answer to the question, what are we supposed to be doing yeah. for mm -hmm. the Eucharistic revival? Mm -hmm. Have we done enough? Have we done anything? Or, you know, pastor says, well, I'm, I'm giving kind of a series, you know, during mass now, I'm focusing on that. Yeah. But you know, that's five minutes. It's beautiful that pastor does this, but there's nothing like an extended time. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, it's like a retreat to just focus to gaze upon the Lord, he gazes you know, upon us. And you do give some instruction, yeah, which is really important, but I mean, it's that, mm. that real encounter, and you can say, why do you believe in the Eucharist so strongly now? So I, I don't know, I just looked at the Lord and he looked at me, I'm changed, yeah. he touched me. And all the joy that filled yeah. my soul, something happened to me, now yeah. I know, he loves me, he made me whole. It's yeah. like, well, were you in the church for somebody? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? But it happens in that context for whatever reason, Yeah, sometimes. It, it, it's the encounter that does it. That's what did it for me. You know, when, when, when I had my own reversion back, I, you know, I, I started going to daily mass and, and all of a sudden I had the encounter and realized, oh God, you are real. That these graces I'm receiving are, uh, are I'm seeing things I never saw before. I'm, I'm understanding scripture in a way that I never understood it before. Uh, and that for me started, you know, through an encounter, but you can get an encounter at a retreat. You can get an encounter at a concert. You can have an encounter just listening to music. So, you know, God works in multiple ways to create that relationship. Yeah. And it is, and we need that because we need the scales lifted from our eyes because sometimes we just can't see. And yeah. God says, if you, you, and the, usually it's because we are not putting ourselves in his presence for that to happen anyway. Right. It's kind of like, oh, I can, I, I'm so busy, you know, <laughs> you know, God's just going to have to find me. No, well, you need to stop, slow down, and go find him mm -hmm. in your quiet and lonely place and have that encounter. Yeah. So are, you, are people able to book you now to come to their parishes before the uh, Eucharistic revival happens? I would say just contact us. Mm -hmm. um, and, and if they can't, if we're unavailable, because uh, we are booked quite a bit, I would say, you know, the revival is always. That's right. So book mm -hmm. us later in the year, mm -hmm. book us for next year. We're accepting bookings mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. So, it, you know, the Eucharist is not going to go away. Right. The importance of having an understanding and learning more about the Eucharist is ever 
present in our yeah. culture and in our church. Yeah. So bring it on, baby. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Obviously, it's a new evangelization for Catholics to yeah. understand their faith more fully. But if someone who is non-Catholic wanted to attend, can they attend that? We know there's limits in terms of receiving the Eucharist. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we're having more and more friends now. And a lot of us do to EWTN and sometimes we have evangelical background. They see us coming to the Catholic Church. Well, what's that about? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so we see a number of Protestants going to Eucharistic adoration. Yeah. They're not becoming Catholic at this point. They're going. They're, they're and, on and, a journey. They're, and they're saying, you know, if this is really real, and I really think he's really, there. like, yeah. this is like the most, they're saying, this is the most incredible thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah. They're not Catholics yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. And we, we're not even, like, saying that, articulating that, but so they can attend something like this, because they, they want to know more, they want to yeah. see more. And a lot of them do understand the limits, that yeah. they're not quite, they're not under the authority of the church yet. Right. But this could help, you know, bring them because they say, not, "I can not only look at the Lord, I can consume yeah. Him, and He's, consu- yeah. you know." Yeah, one hundred percent. I tell you, part of my reversion was that um, I had um, I had a, a disbelief in some of the validity of the sacraments, uh, and in part, I was one of those. I was part of the seventy-five percent. I wasn't. I didn't understand the Eucharist, and I went on a retreat with my wife, um, and she brought me along, probably a little bit unwillingly. <laughs> And uh, it was in Ohio. It was an organization called Catholic Family Land. It's the family consecration. Mm, Mm -hmm. And I went on this retreat. And um, I'm getting to your, to answer your question indirectly, um, because I would consider myself as someone outside of the Catholic Church, sort of like Protestant. I had a very Protestant view. And I saw these young boys and, and, and girls, they were like seven and eight years old, going to receive the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. They got down on their knees mm-hmm. and received on the tongue. Mm-hmm. And I looked and I said, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, I got emotional and I'm saying, why am I getting emotional? I'm going to get emotional right now thinking about it. I said, mm-hmm. something is there. Yeah. Something is happening. So mm-hmm. to your point, we can better evangelize by example. Mm-hmm. And if we show something so powerful through our actions, through our organizations, yeah. through our witness, other denominations will take notice. Yeah. And if they take notice, I always feel that I kind of did my job and allow the Holy Spirit to infuse their heart and their soul and put them on their own journey. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's the prayer that we pray, that we would all be one, right? Right. I don't know how many Protestants are praying that the church would be one, but Catholics are praying that yeah. the church would be one because it's the true church and it's just yeah. kind of, come here, you know, you are a wayward brothers and sisters in Christ and, you know, come here because there's so much more. It's just deeper, and who can plummet the depth and the width and the height of of our Lord and His love? All things are possible. All things are possible, but we have to pray, right? Right, right. And then we have to believe so that we can say, come and see, look look here, and just go before adoration and see what He does for you. Yeah, yeah. How about your social media platforms? Mm -hmm. It's another component. We just have a minute and a half till the break. But sure. Tell us about that. Another yeah. way to find you, and everything leads back to Array. Yeah. Of Hope. So we, we have great presence on social media. Uh, Array of Hope Ministries on Instagram and, and Facebook, and we use social media for the good. Mm-hmm. I mean, millions and millions of people are on social media. Why not proclaim the gospel in a way that is attractive and fun and exciting? Mm-hmm. And that's how we project it on social media. So we have that. We have our podcast, The Reason for Hope, and then we have our channel. All you have to do is go on Google and type in Array of Hope. Right and everything that we Mm -hmm. do shows up. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And you know, that's like Mother Angelica, right? I mean, computers were just coming out in the 80s and everything was happening and she was, she wanted to go everywhere. 
Yeah. Everywhere that it, you needed to bring Jesus, you best go. Mm -hmm. And it used to just be television, right? So right. television was that media and radio, but now it's everywhere. It's yeah. in our hand. Yeah. And that's where we can reach everybody. We're going to hold you over for the final segment. Okay. We just have a few minutes left, but we want to know how our people, our viewers can connect with you okay. and the benefits they'll receive by awesome. connecting. Arrayofhope.net or .org. Arrayofhope.net. Org. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Please don't go away. Continuing to have our conversation with Mario regarding this incredible ministry, Array of Hope, Array of Hope right at the center, all these offshoots regarding Array of Hope music and the concert, which I really like, a one-day concert. You could, people mm -hmm. can bring you on in for that. The Behold, which is so fitting for mm -hmm. this hour in time, three mm -hmm. days focusing upon the Eucharist. Um, your social media platforms. You have a channel. What does that mean that you have a channel? A station, a channel? Yeah, it's, um, we're on Roku, Apple TV. Okay. We have an app. So essentially all our stuff is housed in on this app and channel. We have hundreds and hundreds of films, behind the scenes stuff about our music team. And um, we have short little films. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. That's fantastic. <clears throat> so the, now I watched something when they were, Somebody was walking, you were filming something, and she was talking about being Catholic. And, and so does all, all that filming and does all of that happen, you produce all of that? Oh, that's, oh, you're talking about on social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I have, I have great, great young people that mm -hmm. are very creative, that yeah. produce, and uh, very comedic. Uh, that's what you probably saw. Oh, yeah, saw. it was a lot. We did really like, well. That, that went viral. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, we have a great young team, kids that are on, I call them kids. They're in their 20s mm -hmm. and 30s. They're married. They have kids. Right. Uh, they're on fire, and, um, you know, I, yeah. uh, I try to keep up with them, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. This is, it's so great <clears throat> because, you know, I get irritated sometimes because our grandkids, everybody, they're on social media so much and doing stuff, and it's always with that. And, you know, God wants to be there. This guy that worked in that whole area, and he left the secular area regarding seeing things online and so on and doing this. And he said he was at a stoplight one day and he saw somebody looking into their phone at a red light. And the guy was looking at him, and God said to him, I want to be there. And that's what you're saying. Our young people are there. It's someplace where we could share with our young people. If you want to get on social media, you want to do some things, get with these people. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, they understand. Uh, how this could be used for positive, for good, and you feel good about it because they're on that and they're involved, they're engaged. You can recruit them to spread the word. You got to go where they're at. Yeah. You know, and if they're on their phone, I mean, I don't know what the statistic was, but it's hours and hours of time that mm -hmm. young people and uh, even adults are on their phone every day. So mm -hmm. why not try to reach them on the very thing that they're engaged? What they're really hungry for. Right. They're really hungry to be connected to God. I mean, right. that's really their heart cry. <clears throat> but yet they'll do all these other crazy things and, yeah. and come up empty and then feel like, oh, my gosh, I've just waited three hours of my life and I got nowhere. Mm. Right. Yeah. As opposed to if I'm on something that is enriching me and that's transforming me and that 
I'm going to be a better human being yeah. because of it. Right. We right. just got about a minute and a half yeah. left. So just share with our viewing audience just the importance of why you're doing what you're doing, media and evangelization in the season of Lent here. Behold, yeah. now, today's the time, today's <clears throat> the day of salvation, yeah. and how you're trying to give people an opportunity yeah. to do that, to come yeah. to the Lord. Why it's important, there's nothing more important to be in union with God. There's mm -hmm. nothing more important than to align your will with His will. And um, we just try to make them realize the importance of that. And the reality is that we're not immortal. I mean, we are, our yeah. spirits are, but right. our bodies are going to end at some point in time. And we got to be right with God, you know. So we try to really enlighten everybody that experiences a ray of hope in one way or another to show the beauty of God, uh, the, the, the want and desire that God mm. wants to love us mm. and heal us. Uh, and uh, that's what a ray of hope tries to do each and every day. Mario, thank you so much yeah. for being with thank us. Thank you, guys. Thank it's you. been great hanging great with you guys. Great service you're doing for the church. And we thank you for making it possible for us to come to you, for EW10 to, to come to you. And as we share during each show, you're an important part of this EW10 family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy. And may this Lent be the greatest Lent of your life. Bye now. <laughs>